Welcome back to a new episode of the All Things Croatia podcast. I'm your host, Stan Kozovac. Born and raised in Los Angeles, I'm now living in Zagreb and studying the Croatian language. Before we start, just do me a favor and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening, as well as the Facebook and Instagram page. In this series, I'll be talking with people both in the homeland and around the globe who have connections to Croatia. We'll hear from startups, returning diaspora, musicians and athletes, and the biggest Croatian celebrities that will return my calls. But enough about me. Idem Moldalje, and let's get started. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today we'll be hearing from the COO of Submarine Burger, Luka Jureško. Uh, Submarine is a Croatian burger joint known for using natural, organic, local, and homemade ingredients. They were recently listed in the Financial Times as one of the 1,000 fastest growing companies in Europe and included in Big7Travel.com's list of 50 best burgers in the world. They have 13 locations across Croatia and just opened their first submarine abroad with more plans to expand. Uh, Luca, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hello to all the listeners and thank you for a very, very, very nice welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some of this uh, stuff that I had written was from maybe two months ago. So I'm sure by now all these numbers are, are all wrong. And I mean, you guys are expanding so fast. Yeah, we are. We are. You know, uh, well, let me just give you like a short little story from, from the beginning. I think it might be the easier because a lot of people actually think that Submarine is not a Croatian brand and they think that like it's from US or somewhere. And so like uh, actually two, there's two founders of Submarine, Alex and Dragoljub. Um, uh, Alexander actually had an idea and he came to Dragoljub and said, you know what? I have a great idea. It's a burger place. And he's like, burger place? And he's like, yeah, well, on the beginning, uh, they both lived in Croatia, of course. And then Alex started traveling a bit because of his other businesses. It's very interesting that none of us right now actually in, in submarine were not in hospitality at the beginning. And while he was traveling, he came, he started living in Europe for a couple of months. And uh, one of his partners said, yeah, let's have a meeting. And he said, yeah, great. Where do you want to meet? And he said, well, in a, in a burger place. And he, he was like, uh, a meeting in a burger place. Like, what do you mean? He, he, you know, at that time, in burger place wasn't something that you would go to for like a meeting. People forget, but burgers at that time, especially in Europe, were something totally different. Small places, they weren't that, let's say, cool. There wasn't such a followage of, of, of whole burger tradition like there was for pizza, for example. And then he, and he said that, and he said, this is great. I love it. I want to try this in Croatia. And then they traveled quite a bit. I think they tested more burgers than anyone else in the world. And they decided they want even though they're from Rijeka, which is a town, you know, coast, coastal Croatia, they said, okay, uh, let's do it in Zagreb because it's a capital city. And they opened the first place in 2014. Uh, and they actually had to learn everything from the beginning because just to open a restaurant, there's so many things you need to do, which you don't even think about, you know, biocracy, you need to get all these permits and all these licenses. So it was a fun thing to do. But uh, from the beginning, everything was set to, to if, if it succeeded, which it did, to have an option to grow. From, uh, you know, the design, from the storytelling, from the values of the submarine, the whole brand was created before it actually started. And this is what gave the option to grow. And then, you know, just in short, 2014, we had one restaurant, 15, we already had three, 16, we opened one more. And then in 18, 19, 20, 
till now we have uh, 13 restaurants in Croatia. We have one restaurant in Romania now, and we're opening two more. And in Romania, we're opening four more in Croatia, and we're looking to open another market as well in Europe. So um, uh, it's been very interesting and dynamic. Me personally, I came to Submarine uh, five years ago, but I knew Dragoljub and Alexander from the beginning. So I, I was very connected to the whole story, and I was very happy that you know Zagreb at that time got a place like Submarine Burger, even though at that time it already had a great variety let's say of burgers but uh submarine was the one that uh, you know grew the fastest and 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 kept its uh, customers happy which is the most important thing hmm. well yeah let me let me, I mean let me start by saying i'm a big fan you know i went with my girlfriend for the first time um i don't know before a few months maybe five months ago six months ago you know i'm living in zagreb now and since then i've been what maybe at least once a month <laughs> you know, I think the burgers are really tasty. The fries are very good. And the atmosphere is, you know, it's just a nice atmosphere. Yeah, the ex the whole experience, this is the whole the whole point of a submarine was the experience, you know, that when you come, uh, you, you feel good uh, and you get, you know, positive energy, which we're all about. And, and, and the people that work in submarine, they're great. They're awesome people. And without them, you wouldn't get this energy that you're talking about as well. Yeah, and that's interesting how that stemmed from wanting to have a meeting in a burger place and realizing that there's not really, you know, places like that. Well, you know, at that because you know people forget, but you know, before especially in, in Croatia, the the burger the burger scene wasn't that strong. If if you look at it at that time, even the you know the craft burger scene, I mean the beer scene, sorry, was growing slowly as well. So last couple of years in Croatia have been very very interesting regarding this craft places that started, you know, uh, growing and people reacting to them in a way, yeah, I want to try this, I want to try something different, you know, I want to experience something different. So it's definitely a very interesting time. Mm -hmm. What sort of market research, I mean, can you do when there is really nothing to compare it to at the time? You know, are you just kind of hoping that the burgers are going to hit it off in Croatia? Well, you know, if you look at the trends in the world that it all copies, you know, it comes, you know, if you're going to follow, let's say, for example, New York or London, it all comes to, to other cities as well. Just It's just a matter of time when someone's going to say, you know what, this is a really cool concept and I want to try it. But uh, Alexander and Draghi were, were really, really, they believed in it. You know, at that time, uh, <laughs> their friends, they weren't very, like, you know, let's say positive about it. They were like, really? Burger place? Uh, I don't know if that's something you want to do, especially because Alexander has other businesses which, which are totally... Uh, on the tech side, yeah, they have nothing to do with hospitality, and Dragulio was in business that had nothing to do with hospitality. But it was it was something they 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 liked. Uh, let's say they they fell in love with it, the, the scene, and they said, okay, let's let's try and do it, and let's try and bring this to Croatia. And and I think this this energy that they had, and the focus and and determination, uh, brought it to be a company that it is today. Hmm. Well, yeah, I imagine that it's tough. I mean, in the world here of what chavapi, burek, sarma, you know, fish. All that kind of stuff to try and yeah. <laughs> make yeah. the burger stand out. Yeah, Croatians, Croatians love their food. This is this is, this has never been a mystery. <laughs> it's a well-known fact. But um, uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, people want to have something new, and they want to try something new. And um, if you're very honest with them, and one of one of the the values of Summerin really has from the beginning to be transparent and honest. Uh, with our work and how we do it and I, I think people react to that positively and they come back because one of the things is we do is open new restaurants which is, which is important that's you have to grow but what we do even more is on we work on the retention 
of the customers uh, and let's say the, the fans we have now and, and to do the best we can to keep the product the way it was on the beginning and nothing has changed i can guarantee this all of the suppliers are still the same we're very lucky with this we have the you know we had because when you work with small uh, suppliers you know they're not like uh, you know industrial you know huge places for uh, hmm. anyway sm small farmers yeah you know because very important thing for us from the beginning was support the local community when you support the local community when i mean that is when you take local so all of our uh, uh, products that we use are local unless there is no none in croatia then we have to get it you know wherever you can get it from but mainly i focus in creation and to be organic to be local yeah this this is this is something we we, we try to to do and well when you do that then of course your carbon footprint is much smaller of course because there's no there isn't that much transport of course because it everything comes locally so that from the beginning that was the main focus uh from for submarine to be local and i think people reacted really well to that you know they they reacted really well to that and of course you know the um, a huge uh, we had a a lot of lot of really big chefs working with us in the beginning to do our sauces you know we make our own uh, sauces uh, which is really important for the whole burger uh, experience and then our meat is from Jumberak, from croatia of course from this small place that you know every year we have to tell him next year we want to do this uh, this amount of burgers can you do it and he's like okay i have to prepare for you guys so it's there's a whole process you know our uh, fries their potatoes are from lika lichki krumpir so he as well you know as we're growing every year we have to ask him can you follow us because you know we're growing really really fast and he's like okay okay i can do it i can do it so we're really happy to hear that because without our partners we wouldn't exist it would be really difficult you know really really difficult yeah well i think that's part of the appeal aside from you know the taste of the food is that when you go there you know you're supporting you know the local economy and local growers and farmers and it's all sort of you know croatian owned and grown for the most part and i think that's as well as you know the food that's something that you yeah. go there knowing and even if you don't know that before i mean you guys have like not signs but like drawings and you know pictures yeah, yeah. all over the wall we try to have a communication in our restaurant you know to to when you're there so you can in in short uh experience the brand and the values and and just to understand uh, what you are eating and where you came and what our values are so uh we, we we try we try but you always have to remind people because you know everyone forgets <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i mean to me your story sounds a lot like one of one of my favorite burger joints back in the u.s is in and out i don't know if you've heard of that oh of course i have yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite and it, it sounds yeah, like it's, it's a, huge, a very I mean, similar you know locally sourced and you know sort of building that community from you know the ground up and being local and, i mean there's a huge everyone on the west coast in the u.s loves in and out and it's almost like a rivalry you know some of the east coast chains have i don't know some other whataburger i don't even know white castle but everyone where there's in and outs you know they that's their favorite burger place and they, that's what you guys sort of remind me of yeah well yeah we we, we try that uh, you know when you have some values from the beginning for example uh, you know kids eat free sunday so each sunday when you come with your children to submarine they eat for free um, oh really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, so um, those kind of values, you know, that someone would maybe do it like a PR stunt on the beginning and then stop it, and we're still doing it, you know, 
now with 13 restaurants, it's still the same. So like um, the, the no donations have been a big part of uh, Submarine. For a while, we didn't know what to do. And it was really difficult because it's not easy to donate. You know, there's a lot of people and there's they all have really, you know, good, let's say, reasons. And, and it's difficult to say who should you, who should we give to what. And then we actually, um, the Red Noses, the doctors, I don't know if you heard of them. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's actually a global organization of, um, they go to children's hospitals and they just try and make them feel better, which is, uh, you know, extremely difficult job to do. And so we've been following them for like, I think four or five years now, actually. And so each year that we have, um, uh, one of the, on the menu, one of the articles is uh, part of the sales goes to the donation and then each year we give it to them. So it, it, it hasn't changed even during COVID. Even during COVID, we gave it to them. So uh, it's it's those values. And, you know, when you have the founders that started this place from, you know, from scratch and are still in the company and are still, you know, in involved in almost, not every day, but, you know, Dragolub is a, a CEO and Alexander is, let's say, he, he, he steers, he tells us in what, which direction to go, but they're both in the company still, and they're both very involved and, you know, care about everything. And when you have this from beginning to the end, you know, it has to be right it's, it, because the energy is here and the focus and their will to grow for submarine actually to grow, you know, in Croatia, but now in Europe as well. Well, you just hit on a big point that I wanted to point out, um, you know, the social responsibility and working with you know these organizations and these charities and how important that is as a value to your company so i think that's another thing that pulls in people or keeps them you know once they find out about that yeah well I, we don't do it for the people to come because of that i can't i really don't but it definitely some i mean i feel when i hear someone is is helping the community i feel great and i you know it makes me feel better about the brand that I'm buying from. So it definitely is something that is in our DNA and we're very proud of it. And I mean, the red noses are one thing. Then we uh, have a lot of other, let's say, smaller uh, um, donations that we do during the year that people don't even know of, which is not actually that important. But we try to work locally in where you know our restaurants are and then you have uh, neighborhoods. So if there is an option that we can help or do something, we, we actually try and do it. These last couple of years have not been easy because of COVID, of mm -hmm. course, for everyone else. So we just have to slowly now reboot and, and start living again because it, it hasn't been uh, easy yeah, for anyone. Well, did you guys slow down a little during COVID? Or what was that like for you guys? Well, you know what? Very interesting. COVID for us was... Um, I remember we actually in... Um, we started delivery... Uh, just like a dark kitchen. When I say dark kitchen, I mean a restaurant that is just for delivery. So there is no waiters, there is no tables to sit. It's just a delivery, which in US is like a normal thing for ages now. In, in Croatia, it hasn't been that popular. So we were like, um, yeah, let's try and do it. And extremely lucky we did that because we, we learned uh, how to do delivery. Well, we thought we did. We had like a, a, a short education, quick and sweet, before COVID started, because what happened with COVID. So at that time, we had like, um, I think, um, can you remind me, when, when, did, when was COVID first lockdown in Croatia? Was that uh, 2020? 
Jeez, even now I'm forgetting. 2019, March? No? no, 19 March, was it? I, I, I forgot as well. I think it was March. Because I know we opened Treshnivka, a new restaurant, and, and, and then it was locked down. Uh, right away. Yeah. Jeez. So, and then, you know, you have to, at that point, we had around 160 people working. And, you know, all of our restaurants, overnight, zero revenue. Mm. And this is extremely difficult because in hospitality, the the let's say the cost of running a business is very expensive and if you're not working the cost doesn't you know it doesn't uh, fall that much it, it stays you know the rent the people there's all these things and it was real difficult what to do and then we had a really before actually the covid started we said something's going to happen so we piled uh, all of our um, everything that we needed just so we can like survive for a couple of months uh, all of the supplies and we decided all the restaurants are staying and all the people are staying there's no no one's going to get fired wow. and we actually you know overnight became a digital company big old high because we started just doing online all of the restaurants became dark kitchens and the people and the motivation from them and everything like the whole team actually came together because at that time it was really difficult you know emotionally and, and and of course i mean everyone had other problems at that time this was something very new for us so to to start that to start doing only delivery in the restaurants that were just yesterday being full of people you know the energy of the people having fun laughing and then suddenly there's no one in the restaurants there's just orders going out and you don't see anyone it's quite difficult you know it's not easy you know serving food and not seeing people enjoying it so um but we actually we 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 managed to do it really, really well. I, I mean, the whole team, I mean, the whole staff, it was amazing. You know, everyone came together and said, yep, let's do it. And the, 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 the point that there wasn't any, uh, no one got fired, that got really well. And we just did it together as a team. And we went through it in a way that we actually opened a new restaurant uh, just a couple of days before the second lockdown, which was on Rudesh. Yeah, so... Uh, that was another interesting point for us. So it wasn't easy, but it definitely showed us that we had actually a growth of 20%. Okay, this was because of the new restaurants as well. But it showed us that we can overcome anything. I mean, when I say anything, uh, I hope there won't be any more challenges like this. But this was a huge <laughs> test for a company. And it showed, I mean, we always say um, we are submarine. The people are submarine. It actually showed because the people... Were the ones that actually you know went through all of this and and on the end helped the company uh get over this COVID situation that we had in croatia and now finally after all these years having sunshine outside and people sitting in the on the terraces is a great great thing to see great thing to see oh definitely yeah but i mean that's a huge huge decision for you guys because that's not something that you knew was going to work you know that's something that you said we're going to do and we're going to try it but you know, you didn't know if the dark kitchens, no, well, if the delivery only was going to be a business well, model. You know what? Nobody knew because we didn't go into the um, a delivery system um, like um, an added revenue stream. And then we're going to say, okay, let's try and do this and see how it's going. But it just, mm -hmm. we won't, we had to do it, you know. And to change uh, um, your business plan from a restaurant to delivery only, it seems easy. But actually, delivery is an extremely complex and different model of hospitality. And there's so many things to learn. And, we, you know, you had to learn quickly, adapt, overcome. There wasn't any time to actually, you know, um, how should I say this, 
okay let's try this and see how it's going to go and then slowly we'll decide if we want to do it or not we had to you know react really quickly the decisions were made at the moment because COVID was a situation where you had to make a decision right away and not a great decision maybe two days later because two days later you don't know what's going to be so we just made really quick decisions and we tried to be as flexible as possible and again uh, the people were the ones that, that pulled it off in the restaurant which worked and then let's not forget after all this COVID we had an earthquake which, mm. which was another yeah. very devastating thing for, especially for Zagreb so um, at that time and then we had to go through all of that again so it was a very challenging time behind us but um, we're all hoping this is all behind us now and we can go forward and enjoy doing the what we like and this is burgers burgers fries and salads <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely and now it seems i mean things are getting better the restrictions are for the most part gone um and now looking ahead i mean you guys just opened up i believe in romania your first um abroad location right yeah so we we decided that we want to be uh um let's say a premium uh burger place uh, leader in Central Eastern Europe. Uh, this, this is something that we, this is, we feel comfortable with because it was really difficult, you know, when you go want to go internationally, where do you want to go? Uh, when you look at it like this, it's simple. Oh, it's just Europe. But Europe is actually very big. All of the countries have different regulations. So it's not easy. Um, all the restaurants, we have our own. We don't have any franchises. So this is very important to state. A lot of people think that we have franchises. We don't. All of the restaurants are owned by Submarine, as is uh, Romania. Uh, we tried Romania. The test was to go just with a dark kitchen. And uh, we're actually very happy with it. It's going great. We opened uh, just before Christmas, uh, somewhere around there. So it wasn't the best time to open. But you know what? We had to do it. We opened. We decided to go. And now, a couple of months later, we're seeing great numbers. And we're actually opening right now. We're finishing uh agreements for two more restaurants but not dark kitchens but like flagship restaurants so in bucharest so uh we're looking forward to that uh romania is a great place i mean bucharest is a, is a huge city i think three million uh, people so uh we will uh, now test uh, to the limits uh, submarine uh, but right now we're very optimistic people have reacted really well to our restaurants the orders are going really really well and we only have dark kitchen the, the thing about the delivery system is that it, it's um, much more difficult to, uh, let's say, tell the story of a brand and to give the experience of Submarine. Because when you come to our restaurant, you can feel what Submarine is much easier than you can when it comes home just, you know, as a delivery. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. so this is why we decided that, that we're not going to go only with the dark kitchens or with the just delivering only restaurants, but we're going to go with, you know, restaurants the way we have in Croatia. So... I'm hoping um, just end of um, August, we will be having our first restaurant open in in Bucharest. And is that going to be in the same location as the dark kitchen and now just open full? No, no, no. This is going to be, we're looking at premium locations across Bucharest. I see. So it, this is going to be another. So it's going to be two restaurants. And then actually we're looking at two, two, three locations, but it's not easy. You know, always when you look at new locations, it's quite difficult. To when you get to the to the signing there's always uh, things you have to look out for so um we are hoping to open two restaurants in 2022 in bucharest so there will be three all together hmm. 
Now, you talked about expanding into Central and Eastern Europe. Uh, what criteria do you have for choosing that country? I mean, why Romania? Why not Bosnia, Herzegovina, Serbia, well, Slovenia? Yeah, you look at you look at some things that, um, first of all, you look at that you want to have the country to be big enough so you can scale, so you can grow. Because when we open one restaurant, the 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 cost of the team and the infrastructure won't grow much for few more restaurants so you want to be able to open 10 restaurants minimum or let's say five to ten restaurants like we have in croatia for example mm. yes so we're looking for places uh, that we can grow and then we're looking for places that have similar costs uh, like we have in croatia so we can uh, you know compare our pnl we have in croatia to those countries so this this is this is let's say uh, some of the things that are very interesting to us and then again we look at the what is the what is the culture over there like what what what, what let's say what position is the burger scene in is there a huge competition or is it uh, small do people want to order burgers or they don't this is of course um, in cooperation with uh, uh, at this moment with uh, Glovo because they have a lot of data what people want to order or you know uh, what they're interested in so with that we are coming to a country with a let's say quite a good knowledge but Having said all that, until you open, you never really know because, you know, people have to accept you and you really don't know how they will react to it when you do open. At the moment, we're getting really good, uh, you know, critics and reviews that our burgers are great, you know, our fries and salads and people really do like them. So um, I, I think I think uh, Bucharest won't be a problem and I think it will be a great, great uh, relationship between us and, and Bucharest. So um We'll see because we are planning next year to open another country. Uh, we do not know which which country it will be yet, but the, some testing is being done at the moment uh, regarding which will be the best for us. So um, we're looking forward to it. It's something new for us, you know, and there isn't any burger place where you can go and just like ask and say, hey, can you please tell me uh, what you think is the best for us? So actually uh, <laughs> doing something for the first time. So we're, we're learning, we're learning. It's not easy, but but... Uh, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it, and at the moment, uh, international is growing, but Croatia is growing as well, which is really important to say that Croatia hasn't had hasn't been affected by it. On the contrary, we're opening in Croatia. Uh, so we at uh, the moment, like last month, we opened uh, in the Radnička, new restaurant, which is uh, much bigger and has a beautiful terrace in green gold. And then um, uh, our partners, Garden Brewery. They moved from uh, on Zitnjak, they moved from their location to a new location, which is now beautiful. It has a huge garden outside and, and it's amazing. So we opened a new restaurant over there. And now we're actually finishing our second restaurant in Split. And then we're opening uh, next month in uh, Zagreb City Center East. And then we're opening, I think, um, July in uh, Dubrava in Zagreb as well wow yeah that's so, great that's like what four or five yeah locations? so every month every every month one restaurant <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah so so it's it's quite a challenge but you know um uh, what is important to say that submarine as I said from the beginning for example we worked with Javi Javi Logistics is our is our partner that actually uh so uh, let me explain this to you when you have a small supplier and you tell you tell him, for example, for panceta, and then you tell him, can you please, uh, you know, deliver 50 kilo, uh, kilograms to, let's say, uh, split. Uh, the the cost of trip itself to from Zagreb to split would be too expensive for him. So f from the beginning, we knew there were challenges we had to uh, accept, 
and find a solution for them so we can grow without any problems down the road. And Javi gave us that solution because Javi can um, pick up from our partners their goods. It keeps it on a central, uh, 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 what do you call it? Not, uh, on a central place. Uh, yeah, storage. Yeah, central storage, which is in the uh, temperature that is being uh, decided uh, on the beginning. And then Harvey brings all everything, what, whatever we need to our restaurants. And this gave the possibility to the smaller farmers we work with because they don't, they don't have to have a distribution. Hmm. You understand? Well, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask too, you know, with all this expansion you're doing, how can you do that without losing quality or oversight? But it sounds like from the beginning, you exactly. had already implemented, yes. you know, expansion into the, yes. into your systems. Yes, this, this was, this is what I said. From, from the beginning, Submarine was made as a brand to grow. Hmm. And not only design and, and, you know, the storytelling and, and the brand values, but on, on the other side, uh, when you look on the functioning side of the and of the optimization of the business, there was a lot of things that did. And Harvey was actually the main, because with Harvey we can now open anywhere in Croatia, and he will deliver to us in perfect condition all of the everything, all the goods that we ordered. You know, and this is really important. Mm -hmm. So one central place where all of our farmers bring their their place, because this is not a problem. They can always deliver to one place, but the problem is if they had to deliver on thirteen places. You know, this would be—you could not ask that from a small from a small uh, uh, producer. They just don't have the infrastructure, which is normal. Mm -hmm. You know, so this gave us this, the possibility to grow without a problem, and we have a huge team in in the office. You know, which is the back office and gives the support to all the all the manager of the restaurant. So um, yeah, we try, we try. We, we're learning every day. I mean, the hospitality is not an easy, <laughs> not an easy business. But um, uh, you know, you just react really quickly, and we learn every day. And we just don't want them to be surprised anymore. This this is extremely important for us because on this way we can do on the retention of our customers that we have at the moment, and to do what you said at the beginning to have the same quality we had on the beginning, which mm -hmm. at the moment nothing nothing can impact that nothing. Hmm. You know, I think that says a lot about the faith that you guys had in the company when you first started to set this all up, you know, with expansion in mind and to be able to have that same quality. Because I'm sure you could have went cheaper if thinking, okay, let's just open one restaurant and keep costs as low as possible. You know, I'm sure you could have done things with less costs just to open one restaurant. Yeah, well, it, it's difficult when you when you start, uh, let's say, any, 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 rest, any brand. If you, in the beginning, if you don't... Um, except that you have to do things a certain way, which you will have to do after you start growing, then it's very difficult if you start on one way and then decide, okay, now we will start working like an organization. You know, it's very difficult to say, when does this change? So we were lucky that uh, Alex had already had a couple of businesses behind him and he had this knowledge how to put things, you know, every, every, everything put, was put in place and at that time, we still had to learn a lot. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's always challenges. <laughs> there's always, every day there's challenges. But um, uh, all, all, the, all, you know, all the pieces were put in place so we can grow and that we have the infrastructure and the people behind that can help to overcome any problems that we might have so we can continue to grow without that problem becoming even a bigger problem. But on the contrary, just to you know, get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So this was done from the beginning. 
And I think this was the main reason why submarines succeeded with the people. I mean, the people, again, are all people are submarines. It's very simple. Yeah, I think that's important to have those values and, and stick to it, you know, not just change when it's convenient or easy. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not easy. I mean, you know, at the times it wasn't easy because uh, the, all of those things um, take time and, and, you know, and, and money, of course, and resources. But uh, uh, if you don't stick to your values, you know, it's, it's a short thing. It's a short time. It, it won't last. It won't last. Mm-hmm. Now, now I want to ask something about your menu because my girlfriend would kill me if I forgot to ask this. Because um, <laughs> she's actually, she's from Peru, but she has Croatian roots. You know, she's living out here now. And when we go, we always get the salchipapas, which she tells me is a Peruvian dish. And she always wonders, how does that, how did that come to a Croatian burger restaurant? Ah, uh, yeah. So um, this this is because uh, all of the traveling that was done by, by Alex and, and, and Dragoljub, it was it was done and tested from all the burgers places let's let's say extremely extremely uh, let's say unique places and on the other side they traveled quite a lot and and the cuisine let's say the gastro and the cuisine was very important to them their whole life so um all of the things that you see on the menu are actually let's say some of the things that they liked and they just wanted they tried to um their, their love to food to how should I say this to put into the menu, even though some things people thought wouldn't go together. But for example, that <laughs> went together really well is one of, I mean, that without truffle uh, uh, fries is one of us mm. most loved <laughs> menu article on the menu. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, those are my favorite is the smokehouse burger with the salty papas, all that with the fries, the sauce, and the, the kobasica or the sausage on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we love our sauces and we're very proud of them. I must say. I mean, this is this is. I mean, <laughs> their their secret is kept with us. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because I was gonna say a lot of burger places have like a secret sauce or you know something, some special menu item, and that's your guys's, right? You you have a homemade sauce. Yeah, right? we have a homemade sauce. These are our sauces that were, and we had them from day one uh and we're like yeah people people like them we like them and we wouldn't change them for nothing and we actually haven't added any this is we had the same sauce from day one huh pretty cool yeah i think they're really good um and speaking of the menu continuing on that route do you guys change at all are you planning on changing the menu at all when you're going into say romania or the next country or are you going to keep it standard throughout the whole company uh so we kept it uh, for, for the moment we kept it standard um, there were a few challenges because, you know, uh, in a different country, you don't have the same, um, um, you know, food that you have in, in, in Croatia, for example. So, you know, salchipapas, it's much, it's difficult to find, to have that same taste. But um, we have, you know, two things. It's either local or organic. We try to go in that direction. So it was, it was a challenge, but we, for Romania, we found all everything, all the ingredients that were needed. So actually, without a problem, we could have a Croatian menu. I mean, when I say Croatian menu, our original menu over there. And before, we used to change, you know, for a summer and winter menu. But now, having um, having all the situations in Europe, uh, unfortunately, with the with the war, uh, it, the supply chain is very um, uh, uh, under stress. Let's say, I mean, it's not easy, and we're all feeling it. Uh, so we aren't going to change the menu at the moment. We're going to keep it same, just to just to have, a, let's say, a, a better a better knowledge of the of the ingredients that where they are and how to get them. Because now to change something, it's very difficult. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Um, one thing I wanted to point out is that at least in the U.S., people love wearing you know like T-shirts of their favorite fast food places. I've got like five In-N-Out shirts <laughs> as far as my work. I think people think I'm just wearing the same shirt every day, but I've got like five of the same ones. <laughs> I don't think those you know the graphic T-shirts are as popular here in Croatia. But do you guys have any plans with that? Do you sell any merchandise? Uh, so actually, there was a whole this merchandise shop was uh, in plan before COVID, and then COVID actually stopped all of the let's say uh, creative new ideas that we had. And now slowly, I'm hoping uh, everything will come to normal, and then all the projects we had will start off again. The only project we had was like we have our own internet radio, which is done with Yamat, and they have you know uh, it's called Submarine Live. And they, they make, uh, let's say, a playlist for us. And uh, this, this, this is the direction we want to go in and, you know, challenge ourselves all the time to do something more creative and to give extra content to all of our uh, customers. But merchandise is definitely something we're looking forward to. But we just, yeah, we, we just didn't finish it. But uh, I'm hoping next time we talk, I will call you to the opening of our merchandise uh, shop. Yeah, let me. I'll be the first person to buy a T-shirt. Let me know. Definitely. <laughs> it's it's a deal. It's a deal. Okay, this is this is official now. Great. So the, the, when we open the shop, we will call you to make the first purchase. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I would love that. Um, you mentioned the submarine live, the radio program you guys had. I wanted to ask a little about that and the burger beer, which is like a special beer you guys have to make it pairable with the burger that you order. And I want to ask just sort of. If you can go into a little more detail about those two things yeah. and how that atmosphere is important, you know, those yeah. two so, things are um, great. Um, uh, I mean, the music, they say actually that the music is 70% of the atmosphere in a restaurant. Believe it or not, this is, uh, this is something I've read. And for us, music is very important for a brand, you know. And then it was real difficult because in all the restaurants, people are listening to radio or to the CD, which is actually great because some people... Uh, have uh, you know we all have different tastes of music let's say this way and then we came to an idea with um to have our own let's say radio i mean online yeah not 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 real a radio station and uh i was talking to at, at that time alan balen who had uh, yamat he was the founder of yamat and i told him the idea and he said this is great i'll do it with yamat and i said this is awesome and he said, I'll make your jingles and I will make your playlist after I know what Submarine is. I love your brand. I know your values. And this started. And since then, so I think this started in 2017. We have our own radio in all of our restaurants, uh, which it really helps because, you know, it, it helps you to bring out the atmosphere and, and communicate the brand with the songs and, you know, the music. I mean, music is extremely important for all of us, but especially I think when you're enjoying uh, uh, you, know, you know, when you're relaxing in a restaurant, you, you want to have some good music as well. So for us, this was a great, great thing, great thing. And we're really looking forward to actually developing that even more because Summer in Live was supposed to be a step further. And this is when we go somewhere, for example, on a, on a, a beer fest or a burger fest. Then we come down, we have our music, you know, maybe a DJ and, you know, chairs. So we have our own like little corner place. Hmm. And the, I read somewhere, it might have been on your website, that the radio, the genre changes throughout the day based on like the time. Yes, yes. We, we are, the one person is uh, dedicated from us, from Yamat, for the, for the playlist, and they do it just for us. And we're in constant communication with them, you know, regarding the seasons and, you know, of course, in Christmas, there's one song, you know, in summer, in spring. So, and of course, 
morning, afternoon, and night. So yeah, we try to do it as much as possible, just just to give this extra extra touch to the experience in the restaurant. Yeah, that's very interesting. I've never heard of that changing the music throughout the day. I like that. And then, um, what about this burger beer? You know, what is that? How did you guys get that going? Uh, so uh, the burger. Well, um, our partners uh, from Garden Brewery, which is a Croatian craft brewery. Uh, for a while, we've been talking to them that we would like to have our own beer. And then finally, we decided, yep, let's do it. And there was a lot of testing done. You know, what kind of beer? Do we have something complex? Do we have something simple? Do we have, you know, do you want an IPA or do you want some kind of a, a, a lager? And then on the end, we just decided to go with this uh, hoppy lager, just something that gives you a little, just so it's not too plain. But then again, you can drink it really easy. You know, it goes down easy uh, with, with some flavor and taste. And uh, we... I think before COVID, so 2018, I think we started with this. And it's actually been great. People responded really well to it, really, really well. And it's a very nice extension of our brand. And of course, as you said to the merchandise shop, there was a plan so you can come there and get a six pack for home. That was the whole plan, but then COVID had its own plans for us. So we're hoping that soon you will be a, have an option to take a six pack for home. Huh. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. That's, that allows you guys to branch off and do a lot of cool things. Yeah. Oh, there's not only that, our plan is to have our sauces. I mean, for the, uh, <laughs> we had a joke at the, for first of April, we said that, um, we had our, um, uh, sauces that you can buy them for home mm-hmm. and we put it on social media and actually forgot about it. And then, the managers from the restaurant just started calling us and said, people are waiting in, in, in front of the restaurants and they want the sauces. What sauces? We didn't get any sauces. What's happening? Why didn't we get the sauces? So there was this whole, whole situation that came. People calling me and said, this was not cool. This joke was not cool. Just so you know, just so you know. I came early. I know you open at 11. I came 10 to 11 so I can get mine. Why did you do that? And then we just found out how much people love our sauces and it was actually a really... Uh, I mean, sorry to, for all those people that came, but it was a joke that people reacted really well to. And on the end, it motivated us to uh, go into that direction. We actually just, uh, uh, let's say five months ago, we got a new uh, production line, which is really big and does potentially give us the option to sell sauces. So, uh, yeah, there is a lot of things we're doing as a brand and thinking of, but um, uh, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. You have to, it, it, it's very... Uh, easy to lose focus and our main focus is to give you great burgers when you come to our restaurant um sort of as we're winding down to the end here i just want to ask one more question i guess just in general about if you have any advice for others doing business not food related but just you know doing business in croatia um or anywhere really i mean is there is there any advice you can give anything you've learned any important lessons well I mean, there, there are so many people giving, giving advice that it's very hard for me to give any <laughs> advice. But um, uh, I think it's one of the advices that, that, I, that, I, that I got from uh, people that I really respect. I would say uh, the preparation is extremely important. Prepare. Uh, but then again, when you, you start doing something, uh, don't wait for, you know, don't wait with the decisions for a long time. Make the decision at the moment and then and, and let it keep rolling because if you're going to wait for the perfect decision if you're going to wait for the perfect timing it's very 
possible that it will not happen or it will have a con you know different uh it, it will stop you it will stop you just you know you have to be bold a little bit and and because during covid for example we opened two restaurants hmm. uh other people would maybe say that was not smart at the moment they were telling us you shouldn't open anything you shouldn't grow at the moment you don't know what's going to happen uh, the market is changing the economy is changing don't go forward we decided to go forward at the moment that this gave us this huge push that we got you know because if you look at it in 2020 we opened in 2020 and 21 we opened six restaurants wow. which which is which is huge it's almost double the amount we had and we opened another country during the you know world pandemic and you know you have a strong team believe in your people believe i mean i think i think it's extremely important to believe uh and have a strong team around you and together find solution for where everything is in front of you and just decision and have quick decisions and go forward don't lose the momentum i think that is the most important thing hmm. well, yeah those are definitely things that it sounds like you guys have done as a company you know believing in your team you kept everyone on during covid going forward opening new restaurants during covid and you know just believing in the product and in the the company well yeah you know we all believe in the company we're, we're all very um connected to, and privately and and on business side so we do i mean i wouldn't having be having this interview with you if i didn't believe in the company if i didn't believe everything that i was saying you know my kid is in, mm -hmm. in submarine so everything that that i am communicating to you I believe as well, and it is like that. And I think it's very important to be a part of something that you believe in. And then if you believe in something, then I think it's much easier to um, uh, to get difficult um, choices or decisions made because you know that you have a quality product behind you and a good team with you. I think that's, that's very important to believe in. Hmm. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, Luca, you know, I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. I know you guys are super busy, uh, but to come on this podcast and you were a great guest. Uh, I learned a lot about submarine, about the company, you know, you guys have big plans in the future and I wish you guys the best. And, you know, of course I'll be following you. And I just want to say, you know, thank you again for taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, no, it was my pleasure. It took us a while to get organized, but I'm really glad. <laughs> I'm really glad that you give us this option and an opportunity to be a part of your great, uh, great podcast we're I actually listen to it all the time so uh, uh, great fan keep up the good work and I uh, hope uh, to all the listeners that we weren't too boring and uh, thanks to all the people that were listening <laughs> that's it for today's episode of the all things Croatia podcast thanks for tuning in and I hope you all enjoyed it you can subscribe to the patreon and check out the all things Croatia Instagram page to stay updated feel free to reach out to me with any questions tips or ideas and make sure to tune back in to the next episode. Thanks again and vidimo se!